0: And I will have experts, agencies, and professionals give us step-by-step instructions you can easily implement. What you're listening to will be actionable steps you can do today. No strings attached. And then you will see the results. So without further delay, let's get into our Monday morning marketing episode. Hey, Zanya. So talk to us about paid social media. Tell me one or a couple of tactics or strategies that will help bring in new patients and help us better utilize uh, our platforms.
1: Great question. So I I think when it comes to paid social media, it's not much different than organic social media in terms of picking the right advertising um, platforms for the message that you have and for the audience that you want to reach. So let me start by asking you a question. You're obviously very active on Facebook. Why did you pick Facebook as the platform that you want to use to engage with your audience?
0: I felt like that was where the audience who talked back to me was.
1: Right. So basically the exact same concept works when it comes to your advertising is you want that same level of engagement and interest and people clicking on your ads and taking action. But you got to go where the people are. We tend to, within the dental world, get really caught up in shiny object syndrome. You know, oh my God, there's a really cool doctor doing something on TikTok, or somebody's found a neat way to work within Snapchat. And you all feel like I'm missing out on something if I don't go to that platform. But what's more important is going to the right platform, the right audience. So the first thing that I always tell my doctors to do is to go into their practice management software and to pull out an age analysis of all of their active patients in the practice. And it's usually pretty surprising. Like, we do this when we write a plan as well. But you'll want to see where the concentration of your patients are and what their age groups are. And then from that, that helps you pick the right medium to be on. So let's say, for example, you have a practice that does, you know, a lot of general family dentistry, your biggest concentration is ages 30 to 49. So what would be your gut instinct? Where do you think you would find the most users on that particular, uh, what's the best social media match for that age group? What do you think?
0: Ages 30
1: to 49? Mm hmm
0: Mm, Facebook? No. Instagram? This is how
1: little I know, guys. This is why we're talking. what, YouTube. 91% of ages 30 to 49 are on YouTube. Facebook is your second best, 77%. Instagram, really close after that, 71%. But I'm going to give you the number that's just going to make everybody's hearts break because they all want to be a TikTok star. Yeah, 22% of that age group is actually on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I know, it hurts. Mm -hmm. If you only have limited dollars to spend, you want to make sure that you're going after the right platform. So I find that if you're in that kind of, 30 to 49, which is a pretty broad demographic. Those are the patients who are looking for, like, family dentistry, general dentistry. Um, Some cosmetics can fall into that. But let's say that you want to go after the sleep apnea patients or dental implants or implant-retained dentures or major full-mouth rehab cases. Where would you go then? Where would we go? I don't know. We just mentioned all of them, right? Yep, pretty much. YouTube again. Okay. (laughs) 83% <laughs> 83% of them are on YouTube in that age group, down to 73% for Facebook. But then Instagram is barely on the map. So if you want these high dollar cases, only 29% of that age group is actually active on Instagram. The one that's higher than that is Pinterest. Oh, Pinterest is a great place to find social media advertising, depending on what you're going after. So Think about it this way, you are a uh, mother of the bride, your daughter is getting married. You are on Pinterest, pinning a wedding board, coming up with what should the mother of the bride wear, what are some things that I can do to host a bridal shower, what an incredibly perfect place to advertise to make sure that somebody looks their very best that their smile is whole and healthy for all those wedding pictures that are going to get taken. So, there's a lot of different places and ways that you can get active within your social media. But when you've got limited dollars, you don't want to just go for what you think is the cool one. You want to go for the one where your audience is hanging out.
0: Gotcha. So it sounds like YouTube is the winner here if we had limited dollars, right?
1: Well, it's going to depend on also what you want to accomplish. Within YouTube, that's a really good platform for people who are doing research. They are looking for not just entertainment, but they want to find out how something works. If I'm going to spend money to get an implant placed, which is a relatively invasive procedure, you're going to find that audience is doing a lot of homework. They want to see what's involved. What does the surgery look like? What is the healing time like? That can be a fantastic place to run bumper ads. Bumper ads are those six-second ads that run at the beginning and the end of a YouTube video. But what's great about bumper ads is you can't skip them. Those bumper ads are good for just brand awareness. You're going to get about a 10% lift in brand awareness just from doing the bumper ads alone if you're targeting the right audience. And because YouTube is highly segmented, like you can see everything about what somebody's been interested in, you can be really, really targeted. So YouTube might be a great place. I still think Facebook is excellent. But there's a secret to Facebook. (laughs) We spend an average of about 1.7 seconds on Facebook on a single piece of content. So if you are running a Facebook ad, it's not like a 30-second television commercial between your favorite show, like what I grew up with. You have got that much time to actually get somebody's attention. So you also have to understand how people are engaging if you're picking the platform that matches that demographic. There's a lot of different tips and tricks to go along with how to get the most out of that advertising budget.
0: Gotcha. So when it comes to, and you know what, Sonia, I never really hear. I mean, we really don't hear so much about YouTube. But I think about it, you know what I mean? Like it is this, like we use it all the time, but it's never talked about. Like as far as like, hey, we can use that to. So then, budget wise. What would be for you if somebody's like, hey, Zanya, I want to use YouTube as my main one right now. How much should I allocate for a budget? What do you think?
1: Well, it's kind of no different than Google Ads because YouTube is owned by Google. You really have to get some proper estimating done. I generally find anybody who is spending less than a minimum of 500 to 750 a month for a a particular type of campaign that they're doing, they're not going to get any traction. But it's gonna be different. You know, it's not like the cost of the YouTube ad is gonna be exactly the same all across the country. It depends on the market you're in, how much competition there is, how big or small your audience is. So it's one of those things where you really wanna work with a a professional to get them to truly estimate this for you before you make the commitment and say, oh, I'm gonna make a commercial. You gotta kinda know what you're getting into. Gotcha.
0: So better to do your research first before getting in. I think that's the difference. With TikTok and like Instagram Reels, it's like, hey, let's just make it and let's boost it, see what happens kind of thing, right? But here it's more like, I guess it's like a production, like, hey, we really got to think about it on YouTube kind of thing, you know?
1: On YouTube, on Facebook, on any of these, I mean, these advertisers are making money hand over fist for a reason. It's because they know how to get people to take action, to click. I don't know about you, but I don't want to throw away $1,000 a month. I want to make sure it's going to the right place. So it's, it's really just going to kind of depend on who you want to go after. I love YouTube. Facebook, everybody thinks Facebook is old school for organic, for social media interaction, but they've got 3 billion users. 3 billion. Mm-hmm. If you are not going to find your audience there, you're not going to find them anywhere. There's an incredible amount of options that are out there. And so I think it's important not to dabble in all of them, but to pick one and go all in and do it right based on what that audience is looking for.
0: Yeah. So when it comes to the Facebook ads, right? Mm -hmm. We got that 1.7 seconds. What do you recommend as far as, or what have you seen? Who have you worked with or what have you created where you're like, put money behind this because this is going to be fantastic as an ad?
1: I have seen sleep apnea actually be pretty successful on Facebook. There tends to be slightly more women than men on Facebook, and the women are the ones who tend to be suffering because they've got a husband who's snoring in bed, and they're skimming through, and there's, imagine that you're kind of scrolling past an ad, and the first thing that you hear is a really loud snore, that sleep apnea snore where people are kind of gasping for air. Mm -hmm. That's going to make me stop and say, okay, I got to see what the heck is going on here because that sounds incredibly familiar to me. With cosmetics, it's almost like you need a reason to get them to stop and just a picture of a big, beautiful smile. I could see that anywhere. You need to go right for the heart of the problem, I think. And the problem with cosmetics is a cost, a time, a quality, whatever that problem is that your audience is struggling with, which is going to somewhat depend, again, on their age. Huh. So sleep apnea then, that's interesting. Uh, I, yeah, I really like Facebook for sleep apnea. I like it for implants because it's an older demographic by, you know, by far. There's, I mean, my kids wouldn't get on Facebook for love or money. They are done with that.
0: <laughs> They're all it's the
1: All left of the parents and the grandparents scrolling through to see what their friends are doing. And that's the audience that you would want, want for something like that. So, yeah. So, like, if you're going after... Implants restorative and um, maybe implant retained dentures. Facebook and YouTube would be phenomenal. If you want cosmetic, I still, even though Instagram is a little younger audience, I think they have cosmetic concerns as they are getting older and are looking for, I want to retain my youth. So in that 30 to 49 age range, Instagram can be fantastic. One of the things that I really like about Instagram from an advertising perspective, if you do the stories, <laughs> unlike Facebook, the stories can play for up to two solid minutes. So you could really tell a story, a really interesting, creative story, if you capture their attention pretty quickly on Instagram. And you could tell a great cosmetic story of a transformation for somebody. Yeah, that's true. What would you recommend for pediatrics? For pediatrics, so... um you would think Snapchat, TikTok, because they're a younger audience, but they're not the ones paying the bills. Yeah. You got to go after mom and dad and primarily mom. Um, so for peas, I still like Facebook because there's a lot of mom networking groups um, where they're kind of local. Instead of the moms getting together in person, they all kind of get together on Facebook and they ask their questions and they have kind of the discussion forums like the dental marketer forum. So they want to know more about what's going on in their local area. And so I think you can catch your moms there. And then Instagram is great because you can just sort of catch them in that death scroll of I'm bored and I, I need something to do. And we all spend way too much time watching the videos on Instagram and mm. check out what our neighbors are doing.
0: <laughs> I know. I know what you mean. Sometimes you're scrolling on rails and you're like, it's been 15 minutes. Oh, no. Or like even longer, right? So kind of had to stop that. but. Okay, so for pedo, that's what it is, right? That's what we want to do. Any specific suggestion with pediatrics when it comes to the ad that you're running, right? So, like, you know how you said cosmetics and, and sleep apnea and things like that for
1: them? Anything specific? Um, I can't say that I have anything off the top of my head, but I'd love to find out. I mean, you you peds are near and dear to your heart. What have you seen work best for social media for peds in terms of the the advertising, not just the organic?
0: Yeah. Um, when it comes to advertising, like I don't, I never deal with that, but what I've seen with like other people, they kind of hone in on a specific, uh, special thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like phenectomies or tongue ties, things like that. Um, or they partner up with a lactation consultant, right? Kind of, Mm -hmm. kind of things like that. But I don't know. I was just wondering like, what was a good, what would be like a good ad to get the parent to kind of stop? But I guess that's more interactive, right? That would be more like in a Facebook group or something like the mom's Facebook group, like you said.
1: Well, that's why I'm saying they're on Facebook because they tend to interact in a lot of these groups. But I think your ad isn't necessarily just going after a mom's group. It's something that they're seeing in their news feed. I don't have a great example that I'm thinking of off the top of my head. But the targeting in terms of a specific procedure, like if you have special needs kids or it's uh, back to school time, if there's a particular event that you can tie it into, you're going to get more of their attention. So, you know, maybe it's Christmas break. And um, if you're targeting young peds, this is the perfect time to get your kids in while they're on a break. Then you don't have to take them out of school. So you can it's more about targeting your message as well as the audience when it comes to that kind of thing.
0: Gotcha. Okay. perfect. Awesome, Zanya. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time. And if anyone has further questions, you can find her on the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group or where can they reach out to you directly?
1: Uh, easiest thing is just go to our website, goldenproportions.com, uh, click on the web chat, it's monitored pretty much around the clock, and we'll answer any questions you have. Oh,
0: some Awesome. Thank you, Zanya, so much for being with me on this Monday morning marketing episode.
1: My pleasure.